0: Hmm, what are we doing today? Tricky one, but you know, if you think about it, not so tricky. Tricky, but it's a paradoxical tricky one. You know, like you think it's tricky, but uh, you know, uh, these are straight from the catechism in the question and answers in the back. I just look through it and say, oh, is that a, is that a good question? And I'm like, yeah, we should talk about that one. So uh, this is one of them uh, about predestination. And uh, I love it because uh, it's so clear. It's clear as day. Right, Chris. I think I think a lot of it is semantics, too, right? You know, uh, we'll talk about it. How you
1: define
0: words? Yes, or how how you, so uh, what, what do you mean by to what to what filter do you begin with? Mm-hmm. And uh, the word of God is so important in that yeah. in that aspect. So, uh, I, yeah, I know you probably have a lot of questions about this. Huh? So let's just get into it, huh? Let's pray. Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for your word. Lord, we know that your word, your revealed word, is the path to which we trust. Uh, Lord, grant us uh, faith in your revealed word, and grant us comfort, knowing full well that your will is done. Bless us in your will, in Jesus Christ, for the salvation of our souls. And bless us, O Lord, as you strengthen us in this word of truth. Lord, grant us faithful discernment, and invigorate our study, and and lead us, O oh Lord, as we continue to grow in the faith. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, friends at home, uh, thank you for joining us as well. I always love doing the duel. Like, what do I look, right? Where do I look? <laughs> Anyways, um, I know during COVID, like, videos are like... We do a lot of them, I think. Um, so um, it's always a good thing to get the word out. But, uh, anyways, uh, question three today, uh, can someone read that for me with a loud and beautiful voice? Primary question, anyone? Did God determine in advance that he would not convert some people? Wow, all right? All right. So, um, did God determine in, what does that mean? Uh, that he would not convert some people, um, Now, what's, is, is God, uh, does, what's a good, what's a good question on that one? Um, carefully, uh, does God, when we talk about this whole idea of predestination, um, where does, where does God fit into this whole picture? Oh, I have a board. That's right. Where, where does God fit into this word predestination? where does he fit? Does he fit? Or is he just kind of isolated somewhere else? And he says, you figure it out for yourself. What? Yes. Yes. So we see right there in Ephesians chapter one, and we're going to read that today. Uh, and we'll get there, but he is, uh, he, he knows before the, the foundations of the world, uh, what is, what is to come, right? Uh, and there's a lot of, I think, the pitfall here that we see as we see this question. What pitfalls do we encounter when we ask the question um, about predestination? What are the pitfalls? What's the quick, what's our instinct when we hear that question? about pre- Be honest, too. I mean, I know we're live and on YouTube. 1,050 subscribers. But uh, <laughs> no pressure. But what... What Honestly, what goes in our mind? What, what's the quick?
1: Predetermined, uh, no choice. It will happen that way.
0: All right. Predetermined, no choice. It will happen that way. Anyone else? Good. Unf- unfair. Unfair. Good. Good. Unfair. That's a very common thought. If your God is so good and loving, why not some mm-hmm. and why others? A- anyone else? Predestination. Unfair worried if it's if you're in or out i guess are you <laughs> i don't know
1: <laughs> you do know
0: <laughs> you do know but he was just playing the um the civilian role right there uh yeah i mean uh and i, I think that's the thing you know wh- but all these questions that we have what is the starting point of why not some, why others, it's unfair, it's, it's predetermined, and, and all these things. Where, where is the starting, what's the pitfall starting point in that very answer? Yes.
1: Well, in one way, we as humans are judging God in the sense that we're saying, why, why would he purposely say some are not going to be um,
0: converted or saved? Okay, so we're we're judging God, and what by our, is a by w- our human standards. Yes, good. And when we talk about human standard, how how wise how wise is Ken? very wise God. Um but but by humans how do we know? Like when we talk about the all knowingness of God, uh, how do we how do we uh, explain that? Can we explain it perfectly? No. Can we? Uh, and when we talk about God and his will, this human reason is what is our pitfall. Because we ask why. I think generally we ask why some and not others. Like why, why, why is that? There's a lot of unknowns uh, to the fact where we do know that God will condemn Right? He condemns those who do not believe, right? He does. He condemns, um, but he, again, and we'll talk about it more here. I don't want to kind of go ahead, but it's very important to, to really reside in this filter of what are we, uh, what is our starting point in terms of predestination? And this is the most common thing, is that we are basing it on our own human reason or standard. Now, what is uh, the the wise, faithful thing to do in terms of this question: Do we do we reside on human standard, or what else is there? What oth- what other option? The red pill, the blue pill, the, ma- the Matrix. Anyone?
1: The
0: Matrix. Anyways, uh, what's the other? Uh, what's the other? What's the other option here? Okay, God, lordship, lordship. Um, and even more specific. Anyone on this? Christ. Good Sunday school answer, Marjorie. Christ, <laughs> um, even more specific, and these are all valid, of course. But one of the
1: fundamental Lutheran answers to questions like
0: this is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No say, right? I don't know. <laughs> But what do you know? Do. But what do you know in the midst of what we don't know? Well,
1: we do know that the Bible says that Christ died for all, not just
0: Lutherans. <laughs> all come to the truth. Okay. So, so as you did, you hear my prayer. I don't know if you heard my. Did you hear my prayer about revealed? Did you notice that? I don't know if you noticed that, but um, revealed will now. Again, when we talk about the pitfall of human, this is so easy. I know Nancy, Don, Dave, all of you understand how easy it is to go from the human reason standpoint with everything in life. Even with God, we, we, we dictate God the way we want Him to be, and we expect Him to, to, to be the way we want Him to be, and we all do it, right? We, we all do, right? Uh, uh, but here we see, really, the, the, the fork in the road where it's like, no, God, you, you do it. I'm, I'm just a human reason. I'm fallen. I, I can't fathom the, the, the depth of your omniscience, of your all-knowingness, right? But what I do know in my I don't know-ness is his revealed will. And that is very important when we talk about the tension between uh, why not some, why others, very human reason, human approach, versus what is the revealed will of God. And this is the tension that you need to see, not only in, uh, about predestination, but about a lot of facets of your faith, right? It's not just what I think, right? Um, what's the Bible verse that people use that isn't in the Bible all the time, Dave? Um, you can't... God helps those who help themselves. What is it again? God helps
1: those who <laughs> help themselves.
0: God helps themselves. those who help themselves. That sounds good, right? Oh, yeah. But it's not in the Bible. But people use it right they use it right because it's a very human reason yeah it makes sense right and people actually believe that that's in the bible it's one of the most uh, commonly misunderstood things but again uh this is very important just as a starting point of of what this is all about now as we see right here uh in the confessions i know i didn't i forgot to quote this source but Uh, This is uh, 1575, 1580 when this was written. And this is amazing because I think about 1575, 1580, and it's still going on today. Like what was going on then is still going on today. Time doesn't change the spiritual matters in a sense of what we are facing in man. Anyways, we should not judge this matter according to our reason, nor according to the law, nor on the basis of outward appearance. Nor should we have the temerity, which... I think means like uh the boastness, boastfulness or the the like the uh the showy audacity kind of like the boldness and confidence in ourselves to search the secret hidden abyss of the divine foreknowledge or of divine foreknowledge. Instead, we are to pay attention to the revealed will of God. So so yes, uh I don't know a lot of things. I mean, in so many different ways, right? <laughs> but what I do know is what his word says. That's why Bible study is important. Because you need to know what the word says for these very moments of your faith. Right? Uh, and this is given to us by the revealed will of God. So, what do we know? Bible verses right here. Uh, Luke 24. What do we know about God? To preach repentance and forgiveness to all nations, to everyone. That is the will of God. For everyone. To hear the word of God. To hear repentance and forgiveness. Now, when we talk about revealed will. uh, Jesus dying for the world, John 3, we know that one, right? It's on our In-N-Out cup. And, um, which I know now, my kids are like, In-N-Out again, really. You know, like, back in Washington, I'd always get MLB Network. And we'd always see the commercial on the Angel Station. And I'd always sing the song. And I'd be like, man that's so great that juicy burger and now it's like "Eh, eh, eh." anyways uh sorry "Eh, sorry all right so uh (laughs) full vibrato and everything you know you got to sing it with passion because i love that i still love it it's really good um yeah my garden grove location was my go-to back in the day garden grove on trask i remember that um Sorry, I know I'm random. John three sixteen, uh, Jesus dying for the world. First uh, Timothy two four, uh, for all to come to the knowledge of truth. Right. Ephesians one seven to ten, to unite all things in Him. So when we talk about when people when some people say why some and not others, um, oh I can walk around if I want yeah. to because I'm connected. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm wireless. That's great, Jeff. Thanks. Uh, but uh, um, how, when we say in our human reason why not some and why others, what does this? What do these scriptural readings? How does it answer that question for us? Does it answer that question for us? Does it? And that's that's I think the fork in the road right there. Does this, do these verses, and there's many other verses in the Bible, but do these verses answer the question of why not some and why others? Think about that from a spiritual standpoint, even though our human reason tries to engage in that, our human strength. What, What do you guys think? Um... I guess we'll proceed, question within a question. Yes.
1: Well, it, it does provide an answer, but I think that we as humans will still always have a question about it. And, and it is in faith that we rely on this answer and rely on the fact that God, in his wisdom, has an understanding that we can never have. And so we may say, you know, well, why is it that this person ends up believing and this person still rejects when they've both been presented the same information? And and yet, in a way, it's also not for us to know. We, we are not God we're not supposed to know each and every thing and why there, there are
0: mysteries that we are not to understand yet. Yes. Uh, quick observation for you. Um, when, we, when we talk about predestination, what word do we slowly turn away from in that talk when it's based on human reason? What, what's the one word that we subtly go away from when we talk about predestination,
1: grace,
0: grace. faith, faith, Jesus, right? You, you see it, like why not some of the? Uh, and, and we, and we, will, what will we do? Well, we'll try to scale up on our good works to see how much we've done, right? We'll, we'll try to engineer the Bible and, and try to make all the stars align and make sure that we could figure it out by connecting the dots mysteriously, right? Uh, we, we do all these things. But what happens to Christ in that conversation? He's, he's on the back burner. But why is that? And that's, this is where the revealed will is so important of God. Because when we dwell upon the revealed will of God, it's all too clear. When we Dwell upon the revealed or the revealed will of human fallen flesh. It's not too clear. It's a challenge, trust me, because our humanness is so, um, it's so, uh, it's so up front for us in, in our breathing, just in our life. And uh, it, it's very easy to forget what this revealed will of God is. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So we see right here, question within a question. If God predestined us by grace, does he predestine others to eternal condemnation? Now, he condemns. But predestining someone to, predestining, right, to eternal condemnation, is that his work? Based on those Bible verses that we just read, is, is, does the Lord predestine others to eternal condemnation? Because that's the next question that a lot of people have, right? Um, and again, as we read right here, if you could follow along, a for all preparation for condemnation stems from the devil and human beings through sin and in absolutely no way from God. Since God does not want a single human being to be condemned, how then could he himself prepare a person for condemnation? For as God is not the cause of sins, so he's also not the cause of punishment or condemnation. So that cause of condemnation is from who? The devil. Satan himself. Right. So when we talk about Uh, uh, the revealed will of God, his will is for all to be saved in Christ Jesus. And that has been done by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as he died on the cross for our sins. That this is the all-atoning sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ and thereby his revealed will, this is what we know. So earlier when, um, when we say, how do you know? How do you know that you're a child of God? You go to the revealed will of God. See, you, you take out yourself from that equation and you trust in what the scripture says. That is where your faith is. I think predestination is great because at the end of the day, it really does show us where we're at in a sense of our own faith and what we trust. Because um, I know all of us trust ourselves more than we ought to admit. And, and, and we, want to play, we want to play God, don't we, Ken? We know that's not good, but we do. We do play God in so many different ways. And, and here we see, uh, as we know um, from the Confession, of course in Scripture, uh, that God does not um, prepare someone for condemnation because God is uh, love, right? He's love. And that love is revealed to us in Christ Jesus. So we talk about Jesus dying for the sins. Who does he die for? Does he die just for some? No, he dies... He dies for all people by the way of the cross, right? He dies for all people by the way of the cross, and this is the revealed will of God. So what, what, is, the, what is the problem then, right? And this is where that, I think, that I don't know really comes in um, with that why some and not others, and we will talk about that here. Uh, so we could read uh, Ephesians 1 right there for me on your handout, 3 to 7.
1: In him, we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of our trespasses according to
0: the riches of his works. So in terms of predestination, how did he, this is a question that will really test your faith on where your faith, uh, it has to be dry or else it bleeds, the, uh, the marker. <laughs> but uh, how, how does he choose you? That, this is, uh, again, I love predestination because it really shows us how does does you, how does he choose? You know, when I write my sermons, I skip like five words as I'm typing because I'm, I'm like, don't forget that. Don't forget that. I'm like typing like 80 words a minute and I'm like, wait, I look back. I'm like, wait, I missed like a whole verb right there. Anyways, (laughs) all right. How did he choose you? How does he choose you? This is, this is your faith. And I know I don't want to put you on the, the grill here, but this is, this, is the, this is your faith right here. The answer to this very question is your faith. So, does anyone want to step up to bat? Anyone? How does he choose you? Just fast on down the middle, you know? How does he choose you? How does he choose you? Thank you, Chris. <laughs> so bullets there for a second. I know I was, I was like, okay, I know they know this. I know it's too easy. It's too simple that it's hard, right? It's too simple that it's hard, difficult. Jesus. Now, what, is, what does that mean about predestination? How does he choose you? I chose you through Jesus his cross, empty tomb, the death and resurrection. That this is the revealed will of God, and that is your forgiveness and life. So when, when uh, Jeff said earlier, I don't know, and that's, again, a scenario he was uh, bringing up, um, the question is, how do you know? Like, how do you know that you're saved? How do you know that you're one of the ones, right? Is it some mysterious knowledge or is it some mystical thought or is it because uh, Tina is so pious and perfect that she brings everything to the table? Um, what, what is it? What is it about being chosen? How does God choose you? And that's the bottom line here. It's not about, necessarily about why not some, why others, but this digs deeper into your faith according to not your human reason faith, but the revealed will of God faith in Holy Scripture, right? So how does God choose you? And this is the question, or this is the answer to your very question of how do I know I am chosen? How do I know I'm with God, right? And that is through His revealed will, that all would come to the knowledge of the truth, and that truth is the gospel, right? How do you know? How does He choose you? starts with a B, M's with an M. We had a baby, Tara. I think we had a baby there baptized last year. (laughs) Baptism, how do you know? This is all God's work. How do you know? This is where we find the answer of being robed in the righteousness of Christ or, uh, or uh, being washed to the regeneration of the Holy Spirit or uh, what else is there? Or being connected to the death and resurrection of Christ. Right? This is how we know. So when we talk about predestination, when we talk about choosing, do we know exactly like why not some, why others? And my answer is I don't know exactly. And we'll never know. Right? I mean I don't know, did I write that down?
1: People's hearts when they die either. Yes. we are not to
0: Yes. Yes. And that's that's a thing. Only what we what we can only do is go to the cross and see the revealed will of God. Because like in
1: the scriptures today it talks about Judas. And like we don't even know about Judas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there is he was, he was cursed office, so to speak and he fulfilled the scriptures but we don't know either. I think we know
0: that. He I mean, it did not put him in. but it goes along with a lot of people in life too, right? Uh, people will um, if there's some type of tragedy that is at hand and, and people always speculate, well, what happened to them? And and some people will jump on the wagon quick and say, "Oh, yeah. they're done." right? And that's not what we do, right? We, we trust in the mercy of God. And he is the one who is, he's the one who deals with all that, right? All we're here, all we are here, all we are here, all? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? All we are here?
1: To do, oh, thank do you. something. Thank you.
0: <laughs> oh, my mind it's increasing. It's aging fast. I know my older brother tells me things that I don't remember, and he's 10 years older than me. And I'm like, what? Anyways. uh, uh, So anyway, so we see right there, how does he choose you? And, and, or how does he, how does he, how did he choose you? Or how does he choose you? Uh, we see it in the, the gospel. We see it in the sacraments. And there we find our great assurance. So when we look at this Bible verse here, uh, as you look at your notes, um, who has blessed us in Christ? I underline that for you in the, in the Bible passage right here. And this is, when we talk about blessing you guys and, and being chosen, why is, as we talk about in him right here in the Bible, Blessed in Christ um, as he chose us in him. That's the kicker, isn't it? He chose us in Christ. And that's what we know. He chose us in the body and blood of Jesus. And that should be everything that we need to know. Remember, Jesus didn't die for some people. He died for Toto el mundo, right? Yeah, todo el mundo. For all the world, right? <laughs> La tierra. That's right. For all the earth, for all the world. And, and because of that, when we talk about in him we are chosen, we very well know his grace is, is abounding and he dies for all the sins of the world. And yes, as we talked about earlier with the devil The devil's job Is to do what? Is to lead you down that road Right? That's his job uh, But Jesus' work crushes the devil's head And in him, you have the great joy Of eternal life It's all about Jesus When you have that conversation with someone Go to Jesus immediately Don't, don't go in the spaghetti <laughs> And try to weave through like you're at the car wash with all those threads that you're going through, you know? Don't don't weave through don't weave through that because you know that's a convoluted mess, isn't it? It's like and you as a Christian too, we can get confused with that too. We can oh wait wait why is that? I don't, and and soon enough we're away from in Him we're away from Christ. So so this is I think very important in so many different ways for your faith because. You and I very well know how easy it is to kind of get, get caught up, right? We, to get caught up in, in all of our human reason and all those questions. Um, but here we see, uh, through him, Jesus Christ, we have revealed the, will, the, the revealed will of God and his salvation for us. Uh, from, again, from the confessions. Therefore, if people wish to be saved, they should not concern or tor- torture themselves with thoughts about the secret counsel of God. Because that's what it is. It is secret. It is secret. Like, I don't know the will of God in a sense of every, every one in 1A one and 1B and 1C. Like, I, all the, the, the I don't knows, as Dave said earlier, we don't torture ourselves with the secret knowledge of God. Only we have the revealed, right? Secret versus revealed. And as humans, we can't, when a secret is a secret, it's a secret. <laughs> right, Nancy? <laughs> was that redundant? Yeah, it was. But A little bit, right? But it's a secret. It's not main, it's not, we're, we're only given what we are to know. And that is through the scripture. And that is our trust. So when we speak of predestination, or you might think about it personally, in your mind, with yourself, let's say, or with your family members or your friends, do not torture yourself. Because it is very torturous, trust me, to go down that rabbit hole of, Dude, <laughs> like, how do I know? And then you say, oh, that's right. Jesus, right? That's how I know because of what he has done. And what I have in my baptismal, my little Aaron, you know, little Aaron, little Peter, all, uh, Dwayne, he's a little child of God as well, you know, uh, older, but still a little child of God, right? All, all these, all these kids, right? Children of God. This is how they know. Right? Don Steve. You know, he knew it too. I remember Friday night when I visited him a couple like a day before he died, he just he was ready. Not because he was enumerating all the good works that he was doing, right? Because of the revealed will of God. That's how you know that you're chosen. And that's the tension, you guys, because I know you hear this, I hear this, but then there are moments in life where we, we go down that rabbit hole of, of humanness, and we, what, at the same time, we, we forget the revealed will of God and how important that is Scripture. And that's why the Bible is so important to study. You know, that, that's, my, that's my dream as a pastor, is for everyone to come to Bible study. That's my dream. That's always my dream, is that everyone comes to Bible study because this is where we study and see the revealed will of God for our faith. Because at the end of the day, that's what life is about. Your strong faith in the revealed will of God. That's what predestination really does bring out for each and every one of us. Because if we don't know God's word, if Dave doesn't know God's word, he's going to be engineer-like, trying to wire all of them in so many different ways, and you're going to get a headache over it. You're, you're, going, to, you're going to torture yourself. You really are. Um, uh, when it comes to the secret counsel of God. Uh, again, whether they are chosen and preordained, this is on your notes, for eternal life. Oops, that was... Rather, they should listen to Christ, who is the book of life, and the book of God's eternal election for God's children to eternal life. So, in love, he predestined us as sons through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ. So we have in him, we have dia, through in the Greek, and uh, we very well know the access, as we talked about in Ephesians, which I, um, which I uh, invite you to come to or listen to on YouTube, online, in a condensed version on Fridays or Saturdays, depending on when I record it, but your access point is in him. Your question mark that is answered is in the blood of Christ, who is your access point, who from his fruits of the resurrection, as we see in the empty tomb, gives you the life-giving gift of your baptism, So because of his resurrection, we know that our baptism is true. And there we have the access point, but also the assurance and the boldness that we are children of God all by what he has done. Right? So when someone asks me, how do I know, Pastor? Immediately, gospel. There's no other answer. No other answer, right? Um, so we see right here in the notes again as we continue. uh, Through the love of God given through Jesus Christ, we are chosen by his revealed will, the gospel and the sacraments. Remember Matthew 28. What does it say? Go make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. This is the revealed will of God. Baptism saves. A seal, assurance, a marker for you to trust in at the end of the day. So, though we don't know exactly how or who, what we do know is who is for us. That is the key uh, to predestination. Okay, so, uh, which he has blessed us in the beloved. Again, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Transfiguration, Jesus uh, uh, with Moses and Elijah. Um, Peter trying to make tents and all these things, right? Just listen, Pete. You know, just listen. Um, At his own baptism, the dove comes down, the voice from heaven, this is my beloved son. Right? So, which he has blessed us in the beloved son, Jesus Christ. So, uh, when we speak of this conversation here, as we look at the revealed will of god what what is not there what is not there on this board uh, yeah. the,
1: the 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 i form of us
0: means... why is that so comforting nancy because we don't have to figure it out <laughs> because it has been answered for us right in christ jesus <laughs> you know i always teach my kids and they know the answer because they know a sermon when it's coming at home. <laughs> Look at the watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we heard it all before. <laughs> but you need to hear it again. Why? Because that's all we have, the revealed will of God. Right? Um, yes, Marjorie. Yes. I wanted to answer your question about what's missing. So yes.
1: Condemnation and judgment. All, everything mm. is right there... Gifts, and there's no reference to uh, condemnation. And because even though we're sinful, this is these are all gifts, we can do nothing to get these.
0: God does He turn us away? Mm -hmm. Does He put us on a swivel and say, No, you go? Oh, no, you you come to me, (laughs) you go. Is it like a, at the terminal and you just, he's, is that how it works? No. Does, when we say, lead us not into temptation, right? Does God tempt? As it says in James, does God tempt? Answer is absolutely not, right? God does because tempting in a sense is strafing in the Greek, strafe, uh, to turn away. And uh, no, God doesn't turn us away because he is love. Our nature of sin is that natural rebellion from the devil himself, right? So when we talk about predestination, we talk about the chosen ones. Yes, Jesus dies for the sins of the world. I think we talked about this last week with free will, kind of, about the will of God, about deci- Was it last week we talked about free will? Yeah. Yes, uh, about uh, decision and all these things. Um, at the end of the day, it is, it is by God's will um, his power, because we are dead in because we are dead in sin, we cannot make ourselves alive, and we need Christ, His Word, uh, to make us alive by His very work upon the cross, right? So, when well, we talk about our sin, um, and we talk about uh, turning away, this is not this is not God's work, right? That's the devil's work, and he's he's at it. He never closes. He's like Seven Eleven, right? He. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've had a Slurpee, but too much sugar, right? Anyways, um, but too much sugar. Your body starts like to not like sugar anymore, right? Anyways, uh, but the kids love it. Uh, so, but he doesn't turn us away, right? He actually brings us to be his own by his very work. And, and this is kind of that, it, it, it is so all too clear in a sense of predestination because this is where we reside and how he chooses us. How do you know? And your answer is the blood of Christ, the empty tomb, the crucifixion, your baptism, the supper. How do you know? Nancy said it. It's not us. All credit goes to God. And that is where our faith is. Remember earlier I said, this question is so important for your faith. Because at the end of the day, this is your faith. And where are you in this blueprint? Nowhere. All you do know is how he chose you. And that is by his word, revealed will, the word made flesh, Jesus Christ, the word, and the sacraments. Who instituted the sacraments? Jesus himself. So when we talk about how do you know, this is where we flee. Um, And and that is so important. Once we do not flee to Christ, you quickly find yourself in your own human invention of what salvation is. And you, you pump the brakes and say, wait, what am I doing? Let's go back to Christ. Because this is where the will of God is. Does that make sense? Do you, do you see that? Um, do you see that dynamic happening in your life? Because I'm 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 definitely um, guilty of that too. Sometimes we kind of think too deeply about things we don't know, and it can get us into a little tizzy. We just kind of get into that rabbit hole, and soon enough, we find ourselves shaking our head and saying, "Wait, wait, like hold up, right? What about Jesus?" And that's where it's all too clear. He died for everyone. Remember that. He died for everyone. Um, And um, this is the will of God for all to come to the knowledge of the truth, the saving grace of Christ. Um, Okay, so rather than speculating and searching into the depth of God's wisdom and knowledge, that is, attempting to form our own conclusions in terms of predestination, we should only trust what his word reveals. I know for us humans, that's tough to swallow because we want to know everything, don't we? Absolutely everything, right here, right now. And I love how Dave said, I don't know, because that is a very faithful answer. I mean, we know know Christ, of course, but when it comes to the details, that's God's God's will. Um, And we don't know exactly, but what we do know is how he saved the world. And that's where it's all too clear, right? And um, anyways, so you could read all that after, all right, all right. In terms of predestination, asking the right questions is very important. Rather than asking why some and not others, Matthew 22, many are called but few are chosen, a mystery, right? Or who is or who is not predestined, We, we rest in the revealed will of God. When we fail to trust in his revealed will and tread along the daunted path of speculation, not only will we seek merits within ourselves, that's one of the options, right? If it's not Christ, how do I know I'm predestined on? By how much I've done. That's kind of our go-to, right? Self-righteousness works, and that's a daunting path in itself. Uh, But the revealed will of God in Christ is also omitted from the conversation. So, again, uh, when we go down that path, when Jesus is taken out, This question is a very, what's the word? If Jesus is taken out of this right here, if I erased all this, how does he choose you? What would that look like? A bunch of human stuff. And Marjorie, you and I know human stuff. Oh, we do, right? We know human stuff and we know it's not, oh, it's just full of question marks and terror. And despair, and even self righteousness, and arrogance, and pride, right? Look at me, I'm so good. I I know I'm a child of God. Look how pious I am, right? Or look how despaired I am. I'm not good enough. I'll never be good enough. The wrath of God is on me. I I don't know how to escape this because I know I'm such a horrible person. It, It goes both ways, right? And there you give him Jesus. It's all too clear, right? It's all too clear. Um, And what a gracious answer that is. You know, if you ever have that conversation, just tell them, Jesus died for you. That's how you know. He rose for you as well. He gives you the gift of life, eternal life, forgiveness, and salvation. That's how you know. But, no. In the sermon, I think I said, we are conjunctionless in the faith. There's no more buts. Right? Right? Jesus died for me, but... No, no more but. No, no. Erase. Take out. No more. Right? Um, And and that's so true. Because that's what he brings to the table in terms of predestination. This is his will. To save all people. And that's what he does. Now, again, on the other hand, there are people who reject. Do we know why? Well, we know the culprit. The devil himself. But the parable of the sower is our answer. You know the parable of the sower, right? The path, the rocky, the good soil, scorched, the cares of the world, they, they receive it in joy, but then quickly the cares of the world takes over, the good soil grows and bears much fruit. That's the mystery. And I don't know. <laughs> and you don't know. But that's okay. Because what we know is something greater. <laughs> and that's Jesus. He answers it all. So, if if it's an evangelistic moment for you in your life, this is where it goes to the only answer that we know that is sure and certain. And that is our Lord. So, again, lastly, a question within a question. Within a question, in terms of predestination, how do you know Jesus, period? Thus, it gives the most reliable comfort to troubled, tempted people, that they may know that their salvation does not rest in their own hands. That's what the question predestination comes, sometimes comes to, right? Instead, their salvation rests in the gracious selection of God, which has been revealed to us in Christ, out of whose hand one can snatch us. Out of whose hand, sorry, no one can snatch <laughs> That's a big, uh, big typo, sorry. That's when I type too fast, right? Uh, uh, but where no one can snatch us away from his hand, right? A- and this is the key. Um, no one can snatch us away. And that's why you need to hear the word time and time again. You might tell yourself, I already know that. But trust me, I I know that too, right? But I know my sin when I look in the mirror. And I know how wise I think I am. Not so much, but, you know, as wise as I tell myself I am. um, I know that's the pitfall. It gets me back to the humble grace that He has given to me in Christ Jesus. Um, And this is the key, you guys. It's more than just predestination. It really is. It's not even... The question isn't even about predestination anymore. It's about just simply the revealed will of God. What do I know? And that's where my faith is. And and it's Jesus, right? Alright. I know we're running out of time here. Uh, Back to the primary question. Did God determine in advance that He would not convert some people? And the answer is no. No. While God chose some from eternity to be brought to the faith, he did not select or predestine others to be unbelievers. This scriptural teaching about predestination is a mystery, I don't know, right, Dave, that defies human logic and understanding. And that is where we leave it. Um, And that is sufficient because God's word is where we stay. And that's humbling. Humbling. And that's why we're so blessed to stay in that word uh, of great assurance. Yes, Chris? There are some difficult passages, like in the Old Testament, how God hardened their hearts so that they would not see right? Yeah, the hardening, the hardening of heart, right? Yeah, yeah and, and that's, you know, when we talk about like Pharaoh's hardening of heart, you know, he was, and that's a mystery too, just how he was on that path of having that hardened heart. And that's the danger too, and that's a mystery too. Like, what, what point? At what point is that too hardened, or softened, or they come to repentance? Uh, that that's definitely a mystery of how that happens. Uh, but yeah, that's the danger, isn't it? The hardened heart. But, but then,
1: in, like the Jonah Bible verse, Bible study, how they have hardened their hearts that then to
0: God's oh, I... word. Yeah, Sackcloth and ashes. Like That's right. So. That's right. So it's a good, it's a good question mark to have, in a sense of why. And but if, trust God and His will. Yeah. His will. His will is done. Thy will be done. All right. Let us pray. Let us pray, dearly Father. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your word, Lord. We know that in Him, through Him, Jesus, your will is revealed. Bless us, O Lord, in the comfort of salvation, knowing that. By your work, we are covered and chosen and that we are part of your kingdom. Bless us in the comfort of salvation and Lord, bless those around us and lead us in faithful discussion as we, as we speak your truth in the midst of the world that is finding answers. Bless us, O oh Lord, in our call and, and lead us, O oh Lord, in our vocation and, and grant us the great joy of the gospel as it has been fulfilled in your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, in whom we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, friends, have a good day, and uh, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to this Bible study presentation from Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.